An estimated 5.4 million Americans of all ages have Alzheimer's disease in 2016. Of the 5.4 million Americans with Alzheimer's, an estimated 5.2 million people are age 65 and older, and approximately 200,000 individuals are under age 65 younger onset Alzheimer's. Of all the people who have Alzheimer's disease, about 5% develop symptoms before age 65. So if 4 million Americans have Alzheimer's, at least 200,000 people have the early onset form of the disease. Early onset Alzheimer's has been known to develop between ages 30 and 40, but that's very uncommon. It's more common to see someone in his or her 50s who has the disease. Some people with early onset Alzheimer's have the common form of the disease, and experts don't know why these people get the disease at a younger age than others do. For most, however, early onset Alzheimer's runs in the family. They're likely to have a parent or grandparent who also developed Alzheimer's at a younger age. Early onset Alzheimer's that runs in families is linked to three genes that differ from the apogene that can increase your risk of Alzheimer's in general. The genetic path of inheritance is much stronger in early onset Alzheimer's. If you have a genetic mutation in one of those three genes the app, SIN1 or SIN2 you may develop Alzheimer's before age 65. It is estimated that there are 42,325 people in the UK who have been diagnosed with young onset dementia. They represent around 5% of the 850,000 people with dementia. Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome, WKS, is the combined presence of Wernicke's encephalopathy, WE, and Korsakoff's syndrome. Due to the close relationship between these two disorders, people with both are usually diagnosed with WKS. As a single syndrome, the cause of the disorder is thiamine, vitamin B1 deficiency, which can cause a range of disorders including beriberi, Wernicke's encephalopathy, and Korsakoff's psychosis. These disorders may manifest together or separately. WKS is usually secondary to alcohol abuse. It mainly causes vision changes, ataxia and impaired memory. Wernicke's encephalopathy and WKS is most commonly seen in people who are alcoholic, and only 20% of cases are identified before death. This failure in diagnosis of we and thus treatment of the disease leads to death in approximately 20% of cases, while 75% are left with permanent brain damage associated with WKS. Of those affected, 25% require long-term institutionalization in order to receive effective care. Diagnosis of Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome is biclinical impression and can sometimes be confirmed with formal neuropsychological assessment. Wernicke's encephalopathy typically presents with ataxia and nystagmus, and Korsakoff's psychosis with anterograde and retrograde amnesia, and confabulation upon relevant lines of questioning. Frequently, secondary to thiamine deficiency and subsequent cytotoxic edema in Wernicke's encephalopathy, patients will have marked degeneration of the mammillary bodies. Thiamine vitamin B1 is an essential coenzyme in carbohydrate metabolism and is also a regulator of osmotic gradient. Its deficiency may cause swelling of the intracellular space and local disruption of the blood-brain barrier. Brain tissue is very sensitive to changes in electrolytes and pressure and edema can be cytotoxic. In Wernicke's this occurs specifically in the mammillary bodies medial thalami, tectal plate, and periaqueductal areas. Sufferers may also exhibit a dislike for sunlight and so may wish to stay indoors with the lights off. The mechanism of this degeneration is unknown, but it supports current neurological theory that the mammillary bodies play a role in various memory circuits within the brain.
KS is described as an acute onset of severe memory impairment without any dysfunction in intellectual abilities. Does the word diet immediately make you think of an unpleasant weight loss regimen? If it did, you are probably not alone. For example, consider the use of the term diet in marketing food products. It usually describes foods low in calories, such as diet soda. But there is another meaning of this word. Diet can also refer to the food and drink a person consumes daily and the mental and physical circumstances connected to eating. Nutrition involves more than simply eating a good diet. It is about nourishment on every level. It involves relationships with family, friends, nature, the environment, our bodies, our community, and the world. A healthy diet may improve or maintain optimal health. In developed countries, affluence enables unconstrained caloric intake and possibly inappropriate food choices. Health agencies recommend that people maintain a normal weight by limiting consumption of energy dense foods and sugary drinks, eat plant based food, limit red and processed meat, and limit alcohol. Choices about Nourishment are very much linked to other human beings and other life forms on this planet, so healthy and unhealthy decisions have great impact. A study of 11 types of fungi found they boosted the brain's gray matter by raising the production of a chemical called nerve growth factor, or NGF, according to the study, which appeared in the January edition of the Journal of Medicinal Food. The findings suggest that mushrooms may fulfill a preventive function against the development of Alzheimer's disease. The health benefits of mushrooms include relief from high cholesterol levels, breast cancer, prostate cancer, and diabetes. It also helps in weight loss and increases the strength of your immune system. Almost all of us are familiar with mushrooms and their miraculous, beneficial powers particularly those who have read or heard a lot of fairy tales such as Alice in Wonderland, Three Bears and a Baby or even those who have played the Super Mario Bros. video game. You have probably seen mushrooms making someone bigger or acting as a shield against some dangerous monster. These aren't just popular culture references. They are actually symbolic representations of the actual health benefits of mushrooms. They truly can make you bigger and protect you against diseases and infections, as they are full of proteins, vitamins, minerals, amino acids, antibiotics and antioxidants. Mushrooms are edible fungi with various scientific names, but the family name is Agricus, and then there are many secondary names for different species. They are essentially saprophytes, the Organisms plants without chlorophyll which thrive by extracting nutrients from dead and decaying plant and animal matter. They vary greatly in their color, texture, shape and properties. There are approximately 140,000 species of mushroom forming fungi in the world, but science is only familiar with about 10%, while only 100 species or so are being studied for their potential health benefits and medicinal applications. However, extensive animal and human clinical trials are warranted, which may then lead to designing functional food or novel therapeutic drugs to prevent or mitigate the effects of neurodegenerative diseases, researchers added. Raw brown mushrooms are 92% water, 4% carbohydrates, 2% protein and less than 1% fat. In a 100 gram, 3.5 ounce, amount, raw mushrooms provide 22 calories and are a rich source 20% or more of the daily value, DVB vitamins, such as riboflavin, niacin and pantothenic acid, selenium, 37% DV, and copper, 25% DV, and a moderate source 10 to 19% DV of phosphorus, zinc and potassium. Vitamin C and sodium have no or minimal content. When exposed to ultraviolet UV light even after harvesting, natural ergosterols in mushrooms produce vitamin D2, 
a process now used to supply fresh vitamin D mushrooms for the functional food grocery market. In a comprehensive safety assessment of producing vitamin D in fresh mushrooms, researchers shows that artificial UV light technologies were equally effective for vitamin D production as in mushrooms exposed to natural sunlight, and that UV light has a long record of safe use for production of vitamin D in food. A mushroom is the fleshy, spore-bearing fruiting body of a fungus, typically produced above ground on soil or on its food source. The standard for the name mushroom is the cultivated white button mushroom, Agricus bisporus hence the word mushroom is most often applied to those fungi Basidiomycida, agricomy seeds that have a stem, stipe, a cap, pileus, and gills lamae easing lamella on the underside of the cap. These gills produce microscopic spores that help the fungus spread across the ground or its occupant surface. Mushroom describes a variety of gilled fungi, with or without stems, and the term is used even more generally, to describe both the fleshy fruiting bodies of some Oscomycida and the woody or leathery fruiting bodies of some Basidiomycida, depending upon the context of the word. Forms deviating from the standard morphology usually have more specific names, such as bolet, puffball, stinkhorn, and morel, and gilled mushrooms themselves are often called agarics in reference to their similarity to agricus or their order. Agricales. By extension, the term mushroom can also designate the entire fungus when in culture the thallus called a mycelium of species forming the fruiting bodies called mushrooms, or the species itself anemic patients are characterized by having low levels of iron in their blood, resulting in fatigue, headaches, reduced neural function, and digestive issues. Mushrooms are a good source of iron, and over 90% of the nutritive iron value can be absorbed by the body, which promotes the formation of red blood cells and keeps people healthy and functioning at their full potential. Nutrient absorption vitamin D is a relatively rare vitamin to find in vegetables, and in fact, edible forms in general are not particularly common. However, mushrooms have it, and this essential vitamin can facilitate the absorption and metabolism of calcium and phosphorus. They also contains levels of these two nutrients, so the combined effects of having all of these nutrients in one powerful source, mushrooms, makes it a good idea to eat them whenever possible. Immune system strength ergothenine, a powerful antioxidant present in mushrooms, is very effective in providing protection from free radicals as well as boosting the immune system. It is actually an amino acid that contains sulfur which is something that many people are deficient in, despite not knowing it or seeing its effects. That being said, the presence of this master antioxidant which is unique to mushrooms, can give you a major boost to immune system health. It helps to eliminate free radicals, which are the dangerous compounds that are released during the metabolic processes of cells, and can float throughout the body and cause significant damage and disease, so antioxidants, like ergothenine, are vital elements for overall health. Mushrooms contain natural antibiotics, similar to penicillin, which itself is extracted from mushrooms, which inhibit microbial growth and other fungal infections. Those same polysaccharides, beta-glucans, can stimulate and regulate the body's immune system. They can also help heal ulcers and ulcerous wounds and protect them from developing infections. The good combination of vitamins A, vitamin B complex and vitamin C that is found in them also strengthens the immune system. A tomato is 95% water, contains 4% carbohydrates and less than 1% each of fat and protein. In a 100 gram amount. Raw tomatoes supply 18 calories and are a moderate source of vitamin C, 17% of the daily value, but otherwise are absent of significant nutrient content. 
there is no conclusive evidence that the lycopene in tomatoes or in supplements affects the onset of cardiovascular diseases or cancer. The tomato is the edible fruit of Solanum lycopersicum, commonly known as a tomato plant, which belongs to the nightshade family Solanaceae. The species originated in Central and South America. The Nahuatl-Aztec language word tomatl gave rise to the Spanish word tomate, from which the English word tomato originates. Numerous varieties of tomato are widely grown in temperate climates across the world, with greenhouses allowing its production throughout the year and in cooler areas. The plants typically grow to 1 to 3 meters, 3 to 10 feet, in height and have a weak stem that often sprawls over the ground and vines over other plants. It is a perennial in its native habitat, and grown as an annual. In temperate climates, an average common tomato weighs approximately 100 grams. 4 ounces. Its use as a food originated in Mexico, and spread throughout the world following the Spanish colonization of the Americas. Tomato is consumed in diverse ways, including raw, as an ingredient in many dishes, sauces, salads, and drinks. While tomatoes are botanically berry-type fruits, they are considered culinary vegetables, being ingredients of savory meals. In the United States, supposed health benefits of consuming tomatoes, tomato products, or lycopene to affect cancer cannot be mentioned on packaged food products without a qualified health claim statement. In a scientific review of Potential claims for lycopene favorably affecting DNA, skin exposed to ultraviolet radiation, heart function and vision, the European Food Safety Authority concluded there was insufficient evidence for lycopene having any of these effects. Did you know that tomatoes did not have to be a deep red color to be an outstanding source of lycopene? Studies added lycopene is a carotenoid pigment. That has long been associated with the deep red color of many tomatoes. A small preliminary study on healthy men and women has shown that the lycopene from orange and tangerine colored tomatoes may actually be better absorbed than the lycopene from red tomatoes. That's because the lycopene in deep red tomatoes is mostly translycopene, and the lycopene in orange tangerine tomatoes is mostly tetracyclycopene. In a recent study, this detrisis form of lycopene turned out to be more efficiently absorbed by the study participants. While more research is needed in this area, we're encouraged to find that tomatoes may not have to be deep red in order for us to get great lycopene-related benefits. Tomatoes are widely known for their outstanding antioxidant content, including, of course, they're oftentimes rich concentration of lycopene. Researchers have recently found an important connection between lycopene, its antioxidant properties, and bone health. A study was designed in which tomato and other dietary sources of lycopene were removed from the diets of postmenopausal women for a period of four weeks, to see what effect lycopene restriction would have on bone health. At the end of four weeks, Women in the study started to show increased signs of oxidative stress in their bones and unwanted changes in their bone tissue. The study investigators concluded that removal of lycopene-containing foods including tomatoes from the diet was likely to put women at increased risk of osteoporosis. They also argued for the importance of tomatoes and other lycopene-containing foods in the diet. We don't always think about antioxidant protection as being important for bone health, but it is, and tomato lycopene and other tomato antioxidants may have a special role to play in this area. There are literally hundreds of different tomato varieties. We usually choose our favorite varieties by some combination of flavor, texture, and appearance. But a recent Study has shown that we may also want to include antioxidant capacity as a factor when we are choosing among tomato varieties. Surprisingly, researchers who compared conventionally grown versus organically grown tomatoes found that 
growing method conventional versus organic made less of an overall difference. Then variety of tomato. While all tomatoes showed good antioxidant capacity. And while the differences were not huge, the following four varieties of tomatoes turned out to have a higher average antioxidant capacity regardless of whether they were grown conventionally or organically. Cucumber cucumis. Satvis is a widely cultivated plant in the gourd family, Cucurbitaceae. It is a creeping vine that bears cucumiform fruits that are used as vegetables. There are three main varieties of cucumber, slicing, pickling, and seedless. Within these varieties, several cultivars have been created. In North America, the term wild cucumber refers to plants in the genera Echinocystis and Mara but these are not closely related. The cucumber is originally from South Asia, but now grows on most continents. Many different types of cucumber are traded on the global market. In a 100-gram serving, raw cucumber with peel is 95% water, provides 16 calories and supplies low content of essential nutrients, as it is notable only for vitamin K at 16% of the daily value. Cucumbers belong to the same plant family as squash, pumpkin, and watermelon. The Cucurbitaceae family. Like watermelon, cucumbers are made up of mostly 95% water, which means eating them on a hot summer day can help you stay hydrated. However, there's reason to eat cucumbers all year long. With vitamin K, B, vitamins, copper, potassium, vitamin C and manganese, cucumbers can help you to avoid nutrient deficiencies that are widespread among those eating a typical American diet. Plus, cucumbers contain unique polyphenols and other compounds that may help reduce your risk of chronic diseases and much, much more. Cucumbers contain an anti-inflammatory flavonol called fison that appears to play an important role in brain health. In addition to improving your memory and protecting your nerve cells from age-related decline, Fison has been found to prevent progressive memory and learning impairments in mice with Alzheimer's disease. Cucumbers contain polyphenols called lignans, pinorsinol, laricyrosinol, and secosolaricyrosinol, which may help to lower your risk of breast, uterine, ovarian, and prostate cancers. They also contain phytonutrients called cucurbitacins, which also have anti-cancer properties. Scientists have already determined that several different signaling pathways, for example, the JAK-STAT and MOMC pathways required for cancer cell development and survival can be blocked by activity of cucurbitacins. Cucumbers may help to cool the inflammatory response in your body, an animal. Studies suggest that cucumber extract helps reduce unwanted inflammation, in part by inhibiting the activity of pro-inflammatory enzymes including cyclooxygenase 2, or COX-2. Cucumbers contain numerous antioxidants, including the well-known vitamin C and beta-carotene. They also contain antioxidant flavonoids, such as quercetin, apigenin, luteolin, and chemferol, which provide additional benefits. For instance, quercetin is an antioxidant that many believe prevents histamine release making quercetin-rich foods natural antihistamines. Chemferol, meanwhile, may help fight cancer and lower your risk of chronic diseases including heart disease. Placing a cucumber slice on the roof of your Mouth may help to rid your mouth of odor-causing bacteria. According to the principles of Ayurveda, eating cucumbers may also help to release excess heat in your stomach, which is said to be a primary cause of bad breath. Cucumbers contain multiple B vitamins, including vitamin B1, vitamin B5, and vitamin B7. Biden. B vitamins are known to help ease feelings of anxiety and buffer. Some of the damaging effects of stress. Cucumbers are rich in two of the most basic elements needed for healthy digestion water and fiber. Adding cucumbers 
to your juice or salad can help you meet the ideal of amount of fiber your body needs 50 grams per 1000 calories consumed. If you struggle with acid reflux, you should know that drinking water can help suppress acute symptoms of acid reflux by temporarily raising stomach pH, it's possible that water rich cucumbers may have a similar effect. Cucumber skins contain insoluble fiber, which helps add bulk to your stool. This helps food to move through your digestive tract more quickly for healthy elimination. Cucumbers are very low in calories, yet they make a filling snack. One cup of sliced cucumber contains just 16 calories. The soluble fiber in cucumbers dissolves into a gel-like texture in your gut, helping to slow down your digestion. This helps you to feel full longer and is one reason why fiber-rich foods may help with weight control. Cucumbers contain potassium, which is associated with lower blood pressure levels. A proper balance of potassium, both inside and outside your cells is crucial for your body to function properly. As an electrolyte, potassium is a positive charged ion that must maintain a certain concentration about 30 times higher inside than outside your cells in order to carry out its functions, which includes interacting with sodium to help control nerve impulse transmission, muscle contraction, and heart function. There are many ways to enjoy cucumbers, such as fermented or raw in vinegar-based salads. If you're looking for something different, cucumbers make an ideal base for your vegetable juice due to their mild flavor and high water content. In fact, a simple juice of cucumber and celery is ideal for those new to juicing. From there you can work your way up to red leaf lettuce, romaine lettuce, spinach, and escarole, along with parsley and cilantro. Juicing is actually an ideal way to consume cucumbers. When you drink fresh made green juice, it is almost like receiving an intravenous infusion of vitamins, minerals, and enzymes because they go straight into your system without having to be broken down. When your body has an abundance of the nutrients it needs, and your pH is optimally balanced, you will feel energized and your immune system will get a boost. If you're wondering whether you should choose organic cucumbers over conventionally grown varieties, I'd suggest organic cucumbers will rank the 12th most contaminated food and the second in cancer risk due to their pesticide content, according to the Environmental Working Group, EWG. Further Cucumbers are often waxed after harvest to withstand the long journey to market unscarred and to protect against the many hands that touch it. While the wax is supposed to be food grade and safe, there are different types used. Flavonoids and tannins in cucumbers have been found to have both free radical scavenging and pain relieving effects, while it has a number of traditional folk uses as well. As written in the Journal of Young, pharmacists traditionally, this plant is used for headaches, the seeds are cooling and diuretic, the fruit juice of this plant is used as a nutritive and as an emulsant and anti-acne lotions. As the fourth most widely cultivated vegetable in the world cucumbers are technically a fruit, cucumbers are widely available, but seek to get them from a local farmer's market if you can. Even better, Cucumbers are very easy to grow, even if you only have access to a patio. They thrive in containers provide they have somewhere to climb on and produce ample produce from a small number of plants, so you could try your hand at growing them yourself. Although carrots are available throughout the year, locally grown carrots are in season in the summer and fall when they are the freshest and most flavorful. Carrots belong to the umbelliferae family, named after the umbrella. Like flower clusters that plants in this family produce. As such, carrots are related to parsnips, fennel, parsley, anise, caraway, cumin and dill. Carrots can be as small as 2 inches or as long as 3 feet, ranging in diameter. From one half of an inch to over 2 inches.
carrot roots have a crunchy texture and a sweet and minty aromatic taste, while the greens are fresh, tasting and slightly bitter. While we usually associate carrots with the color orange, carrots can actually be found in a host of other colors including white, yellow, red, or purple. In fact, purple, yellow and red carrots were the only color varieties of carrots to be cultivated before the 15th or 16th century. We are fortunate to have the results of a new 10-year study from the Netherlands about carrot intake and risk of cardiovascular disease, CVD, and those results are fascinating. Intake of fruits and vegetables in the study was categorized by color and focused on four color categories green, orange, yellow, red purple, and white. Out of these four categories, orange yellow, and in particular, foods with deeper shades of orange and yellow emerged as most protective against CVD. And even more striking, carrots were determined to be the most prominent member of the stark orange yellow food category. Participants who had the least carrot intake had the least amount of CVD risk reduction, even though they still received risk-reducing benefits from their carrot intake. However, participants who ate at least 25 more grams of carrots with 25 grams being less than one quarter of a cup had a significantly lower risk of CVD. And the groups of participants who ate 50 or 75 grams more had an even more greatly reduced risk of CVD. We're not sure how any study could better demonstrate how easy it can be to lower disease risk by making a food like carrot part of the everyday diet in such achievable amounts. Much of the Research on carrots has traditionally focused on croteids and their important antioxidant benefits. After all, carrots along with pumpkin and spinach rank high on the list of all commonly consumed U.S. antioxidant vegetables in terms of their beta-carotene content. But recent research has turned the health spotlight onto another category of phytonutrients in carrots called polyacetones. In carrots, the most important polyacetones include falconol and falcondiol. Several recent studies have identified these carrot polyacetones as phytonutrients that can help inhibit the growth of colon cancer cells, especially when these polyacetones are found in their reduced versus oxidized form. These new findings are exciting because they suggest a key interaction between the crotoids and polyacetones in carrots. Apparently, the rich carotenoid content of carrots not only helps prevent oxidative damage inside our body, but it may also help prevent oxidative damage to the carrot polyacetones. In other words, these two amazing groups of phytonutrients in carrots may work together in a synergistic way to maximize our health benefits. Even people who usually boil carrots have discovered that they taste better. Steamed in a recent study examining different methods for cooking vegetables. Study participants were asked to evaluate the flavor and overall acceptability of the results. In comparison to boiling, participants in the study significantly favored the flavor and overall acceptability of steamed carrots to boiled carrots. This preference was also expressed by participants who had always boiled carrots in their previous kitchen practices. Rucadalica. Often called common nettle, stinging nettle although not all plants of this species sting or nettle leaf, is a herbaceous perennial flowering plant in the family Urticaceae. It is native to Europe, Asia, Northern Africa, and Western North America, and introduced elsewhere. The species is divided into six subspecies, five of which have many hollow stinging hairs called trichomes on the leaves and stems, which act like hypodermic needles, injecting histamine and other chemicals that produce a stinging sensation when contacted by humans and other animals. The plant has a long history of use as a source of medicine, food, and fiber. Rucadiolical has a flavor similar to spinach mixed with cucumber when cooked, and is rich in vitamins A and C, iron, potassium, 
manganese, and calcium. Young plants were harvested by native Americans and used as a cooked plant in spring when other food plants were scarce. Soaking stinging nettles in water or cooking removes the stinging chemicals from the plant, which allows them to be handled and eaten without injury. After the stinging nettle enters its flowering and seed setting stages, the leaves develop gritty particles called cystoliths, which can irritate the urinary tract. In its peak season, nettle contains up to 25% protein, dry weight, which is high for a leafy green vegetable. The leaves are also dried and may then be used to make a herbal tea, as can also be done with the nettle's flowers. Nettles can be used in a variety of recipes, such as polenta, pesto, and puree. Nettle soup is a common use of the plant, particularly in northern and eastern Europe, in Nepal and the Kumaon and Gargoyle region of northern India. Stinging nettle is known as Sisnu, Kondali, and Baichubadi Hindi, respectively. It is also found in abundance in Kashmir, where it is called soy. Nettles are sometimes used in cheesemaking, for example in the production of Cornish yarg and as a flavoring in varieties of Galda. Nettles are used in Albania as part of the dough filling for the bark. Its name is Birekmi. Hythra. The top baby leaves are selected and simmered, then mixed with other ingredients such as herbs and rice, before being used as a filling between dough layers. Similarly, in Greece the tender leaves are often used, after simmering, as a filling for hortzpita, which is similar to spanakopita, but with wild greens rather than spinach for filling. Watercress is an aquatic plant species with the botanical name Nasturtium officina. This should not be confused with a quite different group of plants with the common name of Nasturtium, botanical name Tropiolum. Watercress is a rapidly growing aquatic or semi-aquatic, perennial plant native to Europe and Asia, and one of the oldest known leaf vegetables consumed by humans. It is currently a member of the family Brassicaceae, botanically related to garden cress, mustard, radish and wasabi, all noteworthy for their piquant flavor. A 100-gram serving of watercress provides 11 calories and is particularly rich in vitamin K. It also contains significant amounts of vitamin A, vitamin C, riboflavin, vitamin B6, calcium, manganese, and folate. Watercress has low contents of carbohydrates, protein, fat and dietary fiber. Watercress earned its reputation as a healing herb quite early. Around 400 BC, Hippocrates located the first hospital on the island of Kos close to a stream to ensure that fresh watercress would be available for treating patients. In the 1700s, Nicholas Culper author of Culper's Herbal believed watercress could cleanse the blood. Modern science has identified more than 15 essential vitamins and minerals contained in this one are more iron than spinach, more calcium than milk, and more vitamin C than oranges. Watercress is very low in calories, but contains phytonutrients like isothiocyanates and antioxidants, with a plethora of disease-preventive properties. Gluconisterton, a glucosinolate compound providing the peppery flavor, is one of them, contained in the leaves and stems and providing phenethyl isothiocyanates, shown to inhibit carcinogens. Vitamin K is by far the most prominent nutrient in watercress with 312% of the daily recommended value. It forms and strengthens the bones and limits neuronal damage in the brain, which is helpful in treating Alzheimer's disease. There's also vitamin C, with 72% of the daily value, closely followed by vitamin A with 64%. Vitamin C provides top-notch infection-fighting power to stave off colds and flu, help maintain healthy connective tissue, and prevent iron deficiency. Vitamin A, also known as retinol, is essential for a properly functioning immune system and produces pigments in the retina of the eye, 
an absence of which can cause night blindness. Manganese is a cofactor for the antioxidant enzyme superoxide dismutase, and calcium for strong bones and teeth come in high doses when you eat watercress. Antioxidant flavonoids like sharp as carotene, zeaxanthin, and lutein protect from lung and mouth cancers. B-complex vitamins include riboflavin, niacin, vitamin B6, pyridoxine, thiamine, and pantothenic acid, all important for keeping your cellular metabolic functions at peak performance. Eating watercress daily has the ability to significantly reduce DNA damage to blood cells and further to resist DNA damage caused by free radicals, according to a two-year research project at the University of Ulster. Scientists examined a watercress-derived compound called phenylethylisothiocyanate and found significant anti-cancer properties. Single-blind, randomized, crossover trials involve 60 healthy men and women eating about one and a half cups of fresh watercress daily for eight weeks. Positive results included a reduction in blood triglyceride levels by an average of 10%, and a significant 33% to 100% increase in lutein and beta-carotene content, associated, with higher intake levels, in allowed incidence of eye diseases such as cataracts and macular degeneration. Scientific research found that the TK in watercress may suppress breast cancer cell development. Studies at the University of Southampton study found TK may starve tumor growth of blood and oxygen by turning off a signal in the body. Researchers explained that as tumors develop, they rapidly outgrow their existing blood supply so they send out signals that make surrounding normal tissues grow new blood vessels into the tumor which feed them oxygen and nutrients. A nutrient-rich perennial plant growing nationally around slow-moving water. Sources, watercress has been known for centuries as an exceptionally nutritious herb for both eating and healing. Used in sandwiches, salads, and steamed as a side dish, it adds a tangy, peppery flavor as well as a plethora of minerals and vitamins more than that of spinach milk or oranges. Vitamins A, C, and K, and phytonutrients like isothiocyanates and gluconistertinin. Watercress strengthen bones, limit neuronal damage, fight infection, help maintain healthy connective tissue, and prevent iron deficiency. Studies have found a compound in watercress may suppress breast cancer cell development and prevent DNA damage in cells. You can find this often overlooked leafy green in most supermarkets, so give it a try when you make your next green salad or sandwich. Remember, watercress from stagnant water may host harmful parasites or pathogens, so rinse and soak well before eating. Lima beans are a very good source of cholesterol-lowering fiber, as are most other legumes. In addition to lowering cholesterol, Lima beans high fiber content prevents blood sugar levels from rising too rapidly after a meal. Making these beans an especially good choice for individuals with diabetes, insulin resistance or hypoglycemia. When combined with whole grains such as rice, lima beans provide virtually fat-free high-quality protein. You may already be familiar with beans fiber and protein, but this is far from all. Lima beans have to offer. Lima beans are an excellent source of the trace mineral, molybdenum, an integral component of the enzyme sulfite oxidase, which is responsible for detoxifying sulfites. Sulfites are a type of preservative commonly added to prepared foods like delicatessen salads and salad bars. Persons who are sensitive to sulfites in these foods may experience rapid heartbeat headache, or disorientation if sulfites are unwittingly consumed. If you have ever reacted to sulfites, it may be because your molybdenum stores are insufficient to detoxify them. Check a chart of the fiber content in foods and you'll see legumes leading the pack. Lima beans, like other beans, are rich in dietary 
fiber. For this reason, lima beans and other beans are useful foods for people. With irregular glucose metabolism, such as diabetics and those with hypoglycemia, because beans have a low glycemic index rating. This means that blood glucose blood sugar does not rise as high after eating beans as it does when compared to many other foods. This beneficial effect is probably due to two factors, the presence of higher amounts of absorption slowing protein in the beans, and their high soluble fiber content. Soluble fiber absorbs water in the stomach forming a gel that slows down the metabolism of the beans. Carbohydrates. The presence of fiber is also the primary factor in the cholesterol-lowering power of beans. Fiber binds with the bile acids that are used to make cholesterol. Fiber isn't absorbed, so when it exits the body in the feces, it takes the bile acids with it. As a result, the body may end up with less cholesterol. Lima beans also contain insoluble fiber, which research studies have shown not only helps to increase stool bulk and prevent constipation, but also helps prevent digestive disorders like irritable bowel syndrome and diverticulosis. As lima beans are most often associated with succotash, a traditional native American dish that combines this delicious bean with corn, many people think that they are native to the United States. Yet, one of lima beans proposed places of origin, the place where the early European explorers were thought to have first discovered them, is actually reflected in its name Lima, the capital of the South American country of Peru. While there are many varieties of lima beans, the ones that are most popular in the United States are the Ford Hook commonly known as the butter bean, and the baby lima bean. The pot of the lima bean is flat, oblong and slightly curved, averaging about 3 inches in length. Within the pod reside 2 to 4 flat kidney-shaped seeds that are what we generally refer to as lima beans. The seeds are generally cream or green in color, although certain varieties feature colors such as white, red, purple brown or black. Lima beans feature a starchy, potato-like taste and a grainy, yet slightly buttery, texture. As a legume, chickpeas are considered both a vegetable and protein food, helping you hit two important food groups at once. These nutty beans are rich in a number of important nutrients that keep you well including protein, vitamins and minerals and they provide fiber too. Including chickpeas in your diet may play a role in reducing your risk of a number of chronic illnesses such as heart disease, diabetes and cancer. The chickpea or chickpea cicerarinum is a legume of the family Fabaceae. Subfamily Faboideae. Its different types are variously known as gram, or bingle gram, garbanzo or garbanzo bean, Egyptian pea, sesi, sisi, chana, or Cabulichina. Its seeds are high in protein. It is one of the earliest cultivated legumes. 7,500 year old remains have been found in the Middle East. Chickpeas aren't super low in calories like most veggies, but they're rich in a number of good for you nutrients. A 1 cup serving of boiled chickpeas has 270 calories, 45 grams of carbs, 4 grams of fat. 15 grams of protein and 13 grams of fiber. That same one cup serving also meets 70% of the daily value for folate and 26% of the DV for iron. It's also a good source of a number of other minerals including manganese, magnesium, zinc and copper, as well some other B vitamins, including thiamine and vitamin B6. Chickpeas are an excellent source of protein with a one cup serving containing more protein than that of two large eggs. However, the protein in chickpeas isn't complete because, unlike animal foods, it doesn't contain all of the essential amino acids. But you can easily get the amino acids you need by eating other sources of protein, such as eggs, dairy, meat, grains and veggies, 
throughout the day. Although you don't have to eat your chickpeas at the same meal as these other foods to get the benefits, you can mix chickpeas into quinoa or add a few to a dinner salad. If you're vegetarian eating chickpeas as a source of protein, eat a varied diet that includes whole grains and veggies such as a 100% whole wheat pita or carrots and celery sticks with your hummus to get all the essential amino acids. Garbanzo beans also contain vitamins and minerals and significantly boost your intake of manganese and folate. The mineral manganese helps support bone development and wound healing and also helps carry out chemical reactions. Important to your metabolism. A 1 cup serving of chickpeas contains 1.7 milligrams of manganese, approximately 94% of the daily recommended intake for women or 74% of the RDA for men, according to the Linus Pauling Institute. Folate, or vitamin B9, aids in new cell growth and brain cell communication and protects against genetic mutations that contribute to cancer development. Eating a cup of chickpeas provides you with 282 micrograms of folate, or 71% of your daily folate requirements, according to the NYU Longoni Medical Center. Chickpeas, also called garbanzo beans, belong to the legume family, which includes a variety of beans, peanuts, soybeans and lentils. Opting for legumes over foods high in saturated fat might lower your risk of heart disease, according to the Linus Pauling Institute. Chickpeas also offer specific health benefits, and consuming them regularly boosts your Intake of a few key nutrients. A whole food, plant-based diet is centered on whole, unrefined, or minimally refined plants. It's a diet based on fruits, vegetables, tubers, whole grains, and legumes, and it excludes or minimizes meat, including chicken and fish, dairy products, and eggs, as well as highly refined foods like bleached flour, refined sugar, and oil. The use of the phrase has changed over time, and examples can be found of the phrase plant-based diet being used to refer to vegan diets, which contain no food from animal sources, to vegetarian diets, which include eggs and dairy but no meat, and to diets with varying amounts of animal-based foods, such as semi-vegetarian diets which contain small amounts of meat. You may have heard that people living this way eat lots of spinach, kale, and collard greens, and that this is, in fact, the primary basis for many of the meals. You may even think we live only on leafy and raw vegetables. However, nothing could be further from the truth. 